Welcome, sports fans. You have entered the man cave of the one and only Fan Man, broadcasting from his lazy boy recliner somewhere in the Vale of Paradise known as Valparaiso, Indiana. Hey, sports fans, welcome to the Fan Man Podcast. You can catch the Fan Man Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most other platforms. And once again, this is our Dallas Cowboy episode, and we've been covering all of the uh, Cowboy games all year, uh, giving you basically a synopsis of each game each week. And this week, we need to talk about Dallas's 19 to 19 loss. I'm sorry, 19 to nine loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. And um, but before we do that, Cowboy fans who are listening, let's take a look at the the playoff picture in the uh, NFC, and um, that'll help really giving us some perspective on where the Cowboy season is right now. So the number one seed belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. They are nine and two, and they're in first place in the NFC West. Um, the Cardinals, you know, had an, an impressive road victory in Seattle uh, last week. And, uh, you know, Kyle Murray and DeAndre Hopkins didn't play in that game. But they got the number one seed right now. Number two seed is the Green Bay Packers, 8-3 first place in the NFC North. The Packers couldn't win the back and forth thriller this week against the Minnesota Vikings. That loss hurt them more in the NFC seeding race for the number one seed between them and the Cardinals. Um, but, you know, right now they're sitting at number two, which is a pretty good seed right now for the Green Bay Packers. The number three seed is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're seven and three. They're in first place in the NFC South. Um, the Buccaneers used that Monday night win over the Giants to push closer to the top seed uh, with the Packers uh, right behind them, I mean, right behind them as the number two seed. And what was interesting this week, we found out that the New York Giants, who, you know, Tampa basically kind of destroy, destroyed Monday night, uh, the Giants fired um, longtime Dallas Cowboy head coach and Giants offensive coordinator um, Jason Garrett. So Jason Garrett is out, right? So um, interesting from a Cowboy perspective, how, how short um, his duration was as an offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. The number three seed is our Dallas Cowboys. They're 7-3, and three, um, first place in the NFC East. And I know a lot of Cowboy fans are frustrated because they've had two losses, one to uh, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers, and the other loss to the um, AFC champion, last year, the Kansas City Chiefs, and then they had that one just debacle at home against the Denver Broncos for their three losses. But um, So now, you know, a lot of Cowboy fans think think that the Cowboys can't win a big game, right? But let's just be patient here. Let's be patient a little bit, Cowboy fans. We're 7-3. and three. Um, We really, you know, should win this division, okay? So, and, and let's see where we see it. I'd like to see them get a better... Then a three seed. I'd like to see them move up a little bit. I'm sorry, they're a four seed. They're a four seed. I'd like to see them move up better from a four seed, um, you know, and maybe get up a little bit closer to the top of the heap there, right? So then we have the Los Angeles Rams, who are a fifth seed. 
Um, seven and three, second place in the NFC West. Um, so you've got, again, Arizona at the top with a one, Green Bay with a two, Tampa with a three, Dallas with a four, the Rams with a five, um, had a bye week last week. So um, they're sitting at number five, right? So then we go down now next to the Minnesota Vikings. They've been doing a lot better lately in close games. Um, and, you know, uh, Zimmer is trying to hold on to his job there, Mike Zimmer, right? And uh, a couple of weeks ago, everybody had him fired. I think there's a lot of Minnesota people who still want him fired, but he's five and five right now, and they're you know, and they're in play, they're in the playoff contention. The next seed is the New Orleans Saints, five and five, second second place in the NFC South. Um, the Saints, you know, didn't drop out of a playoff spot with their loss to the Eagles uh, this week. But right now, right behind them right now is the San Francisco 49ers who are 5-5. Five and five. The Philadelphia Eagles who are playing better. They're at 5-6. and six. You got the Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton back at 5-6. and six. And then you just got some really horrible teams right now. You got the Washington football team at 4-6. and six. The Falcons at 4-6. and six. The Giants at 3-7. and seven. The Chicago Bears at 3-7. and seven. The Seattle Seahawks at three and seven, and um, those Detroit Lions, right, still looking for their first win. So there it is, right now. Okay, so the Cowboys are hanging tough, seven and three. But Cowboy fans, yes, I was disappointed in this loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, this was a day against. This was the game here in a day where the defense, you know, did its part. They were holding the Chiefs to 19 points. And if you think you hold the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to 19 points, you think you should win that game, right? But the offense, you know, just couldn't come through and just could not come through in this game. Kansas City's defense was, you know, the more physical unit all day. And you know that defense in Kansas City has been getting better. They smothered the Cowboys both with its pass rush and its coverages. And the end result was... Uh, just a deflating offensive performance. Probably the worst one. Yeah, it was the worst one of the season. Probably worse than the Denver one, right? Dak Prescott was sacked a season high five times. And all of those sacks came with those that four-man rush, right? So uh, I mean, that's been a difficult time for the Cowboys. There wasn't one main culprit. As four different Cowboys offensive linemen were beaten for at least one sack. Now, in the first sack of the game, left tackle Terrence Steele didn't notice that the ball had been snapped. You know, um, you know, just, you know, unfortunate there. Most of the Cowboys' problems were in protection. Uh, defensive end for Kansas City, Chris Jones, had himself quite a day. He finished with three and a half sacks. And much of the damage was done when the Chiefs were able to get him aligned like in the one-on-one situations, you know, inside the left guard, Connor McGovern, two of his sacks, Jones, talking about Jones, came against McGovern. Jones was also able to beat right, right guard the great Zach Martin for a sack. And this disruptive pressure, you know, um, kept Dallas, you know, on their heels all day in this game. The Cowboys' biggest play from scrimmage um, came on a 31-yard direct snap to Tony Pollard. That was a great play, and I hope to see more of that 
but the Cowboys did not have a pass play that gained 20 yards on the day. Now, this was due to a combination of different factors. The first was that Prescott wasn't exactly on top of his game with his ball placement. Now, the Cowboys are trailing 16-3 at the end of the second quarter, and Parsons sacked Patrick Mahomes and forced a turnover. And that, that sack of Patrick Mahomes forcing that turnover by Parsons was probably his quintessential moment. He's had a great rookie. He's the rookie of the year on defense, no question. But that was his quintessential play of the entire season. That put Dallas in a position to get some points on the board heading into the heading into halftime. And that's what you want your defense to do. And you figured if Dallas could have gotten the end zone, they may have went into this half only down by six points, 16 to 10. But the Cowboys could not beat the Chiefs' man coverage or take advantage of any opportunities downfield. And we all know uh, Amari Cooper didn't play in this game, right? But, you know, injuries are injuries, right? So Dak finished just two for 15 on throws that traveled more than 10 yards from the line of scrimmage, which included his two interceptions. Um, you know, they also didn't have CeeDee Lamb, who, who suffered from a concussion they say in, you know, and really didn't play, well, didn't play the second half. Dallas Cowboys offense left a lot of things on the table. They were five for 15 on third down, zero for two in the red zone. The passing game was, was just not sharp. Now, you know, and I said this week one against the Buccaneers, maybe Dallas should have, you know, stuck with the rushing attack a little bit more, both to alleviate some pressure on Prescott and the offensive line, and maybe try to take advantage of a Chiefs run defense that entered the game 27th in the NFL yards per rush. The Cowboys ran the ball just five times in the second half and never on consecutive, you know, plays. And the game wasn't that far out of reach. You know, one solid drive getting in the end zone, uh, the Cowboys would would have been right back in the mix in this game. And we all know that this offense is best when operating from a balanced attack. And sometimes, you know, it's not always possible to play that way. Um, but I'm not sure Sunday was one of those times. And I think, again, I look at these two losses to the Bucks and the Chiefs, and I don't know you know, why there wasn't more run, more running involved. And I think a little more discipline um, from Kellen Moore with the play calling would have helped in this game. You know, again, nobody could stop Chris Jones with those three and a half sacks. Uh, forced a fumble, recovering one. Charvarius Ward, Legereus Sneed picked, picked off uh, Prescott at crucial points uh, in the game. You know, Mahomes in this game had a good game, not a great game. 260 yards passing with an interception and a fumble. And I thought one guy that was really hurting the Cowboys, and this guy is really a great running back, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, had a 63 yards rushing and a touchdown in his return from injuries. Prescott was held to 216 yards passing and two interceptions for the Cowboys. Though he was missing, you know, a whole lot of help again. Uh, and another, you know, big problem for the Cowboys, left tackle Tyron Smith has missed his third straight game with an ankle injury. Amari Cooper, you know, tested positive. 
mentioned he didn't play for COVID on Friday. And we had Lamb's concussion. Uh, didn't play in the second half. So, you know, this was not working working out as a good day for the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott appeared also to tweak his ankle early on. But I was glad to see Zeke, you know, came back. He finished the game. He had nine carries for 32 yards. Mika Parsons, you know, was the bright spot for the Cowboys, forcing a fumble and getting two more sacks. Um, you know, going back to some of the key moments of this game, you had Patrick Mahomes leading the Kansas City Chiefs on an 86-yard march that ended with that Travis Kelsey taking a direct snap for a touchdown, which is really kind of an unstoppable play. And then Mahomes led a 65-yard drive a few minutes later that ended with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire's you know, short touchdown run. And all the Cowboys were able to manage was Greg Zerline's field goal. And that's when they trailed 16-3 at the break. But in reality, if the Cowboys could have got one touchdown in there before the half, things would have been different. Zerline hit two more in the second half, and Harrison Butker added another field goal for Kansas City as the team team started to trade silly mistakes, you know, in this game. But, you know, the Cowboys defense hung in there. You know, they hung in there. They they held, you know, Kansas City down for most of this game. Um, Mahomes had a bounce off of Kelsey's hands for another interception. And the Cowboys had a promising drive go haywire after a false start penalty. The Chiefs made sure the Cowboys never got within one possession the rest of the way. So make no mistake about it, the Chiefs were in control of this game. But there was a point in time where you just kept saying, hey, you know, Dallas is still in this. Dallas is still in this. Can't we just, you know, get a couple good good drives, a couple plays on defense? And, and they could have actually won this game. Um, there was a temper tantrum in this game. If you remember this one, it came, um, you know, blows. there was blows in late in the first half when Cowboys Kelvin Joseph ripped the helmet off of uh, Rashad Fenton for Kansas City, who in turn began taunting the Cowboys' sidelines. Both players were flagged for offsetting penalties. Um, you know, I've seen Kansas City play a lot, obviously, and I, of course I've seen the Cowboys play every week. And the emotions were high in this game, up more than I've seen other Cowboy games. So Kansas City was really into this. The Cowboys were really into this one, right? And... Um, we don't know right now the status, I suppose, of CeeDee Lamb for the Raiders game. He was injured. Also, free safety Donovan Wilson left with a shoulder injury in the fourth quarter. Um, but one guy in this game, you know, we didn't know if he was going to play. And, and we're talking about Kansas City Chiefs free safety, Tyran Ma uh, Matthew, um, the honey badger. You know, he's added to the injury list as questionable about three hours before kickoff. But then after working with his trainer, the three-time All-Pro, uh, Matthew ended up playing in the game and uh, had a good game. Kansas City running back Jarek McKinnon hurt his hamstring in the first quarter. And um, he was out, right? So let's look, at, let's look at the numbers in this game again. You know, Dak Prescott, 28 for 43, 216 yards. Two interceptions and a couple things I don't like about the stat line for Prescott. 43 attempts, 
think too much passing, not enough balanced offense, and of course, two interceptions. And I've said said this a million times about Dak Prescott. You put a goose egg in the interception column of this team, and I, I don't know if they lose to anybody. Um, and that's, you know, if you look at the Cowboys games, when the Cowboys lose, Prescott throws multiple interceptions or multiple turnovers, right? Patrick Mahomes, 23 for 37, 260 yards. He threw an interception as well. Um, no touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes, so kudos to the Cowboys there. Rushing, you know, you don't have to look too much to figure out what happened here. This is just not the Cowboys' formula. Seven carries for Tony Pollard for 50 yards, even though 7.1 yards a carry, and he's been doing that all year, but we needed to see more of Tony Pollard. Zeke Elliott, you know, nine carries for 32 yards. Just not enough. Just not enough carries. 16 carries between Pollard and Elliott. 43 passes for um, for Prescott. Not enough balance in the offense. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 12 carries, 63 yards. And um, for Dallas on the receiving side, Dalton Schultz continues to just keep getting better and better. Um, six uh, receptions for 53 yards. Michael Gallup had a nice game, five receptions for 44. Cedric Wilson, four for 36. Um, <clears throat> one of the problems in this play, the longest pass play of the day was 19 yards <coughs> to Darren Schultz, another 19-yarder to Zeke Elliott, but not long enough, right? Needed the big plays. Would have liked to have seen Michael Gallup or, um, or um, Cedric Wilson uh, go deep in this one and Dak hit them deep and I think we're going to see that on Thanksgiving Day uh, for the Cowboys. Tyreek Hill was a thorn in the side all day for the Cowboys. Nine receptions, 77 yards. Um, Travis Kelsey, five receptions, uh, 74 yards. So, once again, those two guys are always there for Kansas City. Um, on defense, the Cowboys, um, you know, Neal had a good game. Seven uh, total tackles, five solo uh, Malik Hooker had a decent game. A lot of tackles there. Five solo tackles for him. Um, but the but the guy that led the Cowboys all the way was uh, was Parsons. I mean, he was there all game. Two sacks in this one. Three quarterback hits. He was all over the field. Dorrance Armstrong had another nice performance. Uh, Terrell Basham had a good game. And uh, but you know it's tough, right? When Randy Gregory is not playing and Lawrence is not playing, and maybe we'll get Lawrence back <clears throat> for the for the Cowboys soon. We hope soon, right? And um, Kansas City's defense, we talked about the sacks. Chris Jones, Jaron Reed, these guys were really putting a lot of pressure. Nick Bolton, these guys were putting a lot of pressure on, um, on Dak Prescott the entire game. So those are some of the... Some of the stats there, um, interception-wise, you know, Jaron Curse made a nice interception on, uh, and oh, and I thought that might have been a turning point for the Cowboys when he picked off that pass against Mahomes, but the Cowboys couldn't get in the end zone, and um, you know that that was uh, one of the problems the Cowboys had the entire game. Let's look at total team stats: first downs, twenty-two for Kansas City, sixteen for the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys were five for fifteen. On third down efficiencies, Kansas City was 4 for 12 on third down uh, efficiencies. And uh, total plays, pretty much even, believe it or not. I mean, but 
Maybe the Cowboys just weren't calling the right plays there. Kansas City, 370 yards, total yards, Cowboys, 276. Um, yards per play, not much different. 5.6 for Kansas City, 4.3 for Dallas. Passing 244 for uh, Kansas City, 194 for Dallas. And um, But, you know, the sacks were a big thing. Cowboys got sacked five times, and that kind of stalled, obviously, a lot of drives for them. Penalties were even. Cowboys were 0 for 2 in the red zone, which is never good. Cowboys uh, had three turnovers in the game compared to Kansas City's two. Uh, not good as well. Time of possession was just about even. So another one of these games where the Cowboys, you know, so look at the Cowboys' losses, right? They lost to Denver and they lost to Kansas City. Both two teams in the AFC and they lost to Tampa Bay in the NFC. But on the bright side of things, the Cowboys have not lost to anybody in their division yet. And they have a lot of division games. So like all seasons, you want to win your division. And as you're going about winning your division, you want to uh, have a decent seed. And that's really where the Cowboys are right now. So let's turn to the Thanksgiving Day game against the Las Vegas Raiders. Cowboys, of course, as always, are home on Thanksgiving. Uh, the Raiders, after losing to Cincinnati uh, last week, fell to 5-5. Five and five, um, And really, their season has reached a turning a, a point of no return, really, right? If they have any chance to get back into the AFC playoff race, um, they need to win this game against the Cowboys, right? So the Cowboys, again, are 7-3. And this is, you know, they're on pace for their first winning season since 2018. And even more, the Cowboys are on pace to finish in the top 10 for both scoring offense and scoring defense since 2016. You know, Dak Prescott been playing really well, you know, for, for, for the, you know, when you look at the whole package of the season and um, it's really shaping up to be his best season, completing nearly 70% of his passes for 2,557 yards, 20 touchdowns, quarterback rating of 103.9. Um, also, lots of, you know, lots of talent on offense, lots of talent, you know, on that offensive line and and um, just see, right? So I, I got a feeling, you know, this trio of Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup, you know, they haven't been healthy all season. You know, we've seen very little of all three of them on the same field. And it looks like this week they won't be on the all on the same field again. Um, but Dan Quinn, let's look at to the defense again. He's you know, he's been really just engineered a turnaround of the Cowboys, especially when it comes to uh turnovers, right? And um rookie linebacker, you know, Parsons again, we've been talking about him this entire episode. He's been a favorite. Um player now on the Cowboys. You know, I think you're going to see more and more number 11 jerseys worn in the stands. He's going to be the defensive rookie of the year. I don't think there's a chance anybody can catch him. You've got uh, Diggs with eight interceptions. Um, and really, if you look at the Raiders' schedule and who they've played, the Cowboys are probably, you know, right there as the best team they've played all season uh, with Kansas City. And, um, you know, we have to, you know, from the Cowboys' perspective, perspective, you've got to force uh, the Raiders into turnovers. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr needs 63 yards passing to eclipse 30,000 career passing yards. That's something else a lot of people don't realize 
how effective he's been. Carr needs 14 touchdown passes to become the sixth player in NFL history with 200 career touchdown passes in their first eight seasons. Carr needs to complete 194 passes to surpass Matt Ryan for the most completions in NFL history through a player's first eight seasons. And Derek Carr could tie a career high by recording his sixth 300-yard passing game this season. Tight end Darren Waller needs 49 receptions to become the first tight end to record 100 receptions in consecutive seasons. Waller needs 165 yards to tie Dave Casper for second most career receiving yards by a tight end in Oakland Raider. I'll I'll say Oakland Raider franchise history, right? But Vegas franchise history now. And uh, we all remember Dave Casper was an unbelievable tight end. So this is going to be an interesting game on um, Thanksgiving. And I think it's going to be a lot closer than Cowboy fans would like this game to be. And um, the Cowboys are going to have to play a great game, especially, you know, with the injuries that they have both on defense and offense to key players. But um, I think what will happen in this game is sort of maybe not to the the degree what happened with the Denver loss and the um, Atlanta Falcon win. But I think this loss to Kansas City was a wake-up call. And I think Dallas will get back to a good run-pass ratio on um, on offense. And I think that they're going to force Derek Carr into a couple mistakes that are going to be costly for the Raiders. And, you know, the Raiders have, have, have had just a terrible off-field season this year, which I don't need to document, but uh, it all started with the loss of uh, their head coach, John Gruden. Um and it hasn't gotten any better since then. So I think the Cowboys are going to be much more focused and much more ready to play in this game. And as it says here, you know, as every season kind of comes down for the Raiders, is I think they're just going to fall a little short in this one. And this most likely now will become the decline of the Las Vegas Raiders for the rest of the season. So with that, enjoy the game on Thanksgiving Day, and we'll see you soon here on the Fan Man Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. You can catch the Fan Man Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most other platforms. Check out our Twitter page, at the underscore fan underscore man underscore, and tell me what you think. (laughs) 